You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to your Valentine's Views podcast for Wednesday, February 22nd. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Please remember to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, Giants fans, we have to talk about the opening of the franchise tag window. That window opened on Tuesday. The Giants and all NFL teams have until March 7 to decide whether or not to place the franchise or transition tags on Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones in case of the Giants. If you're not sure what each tag is, there's two types of franchise tags, exclusive and non-exclusive, plus the transition tag. There is a story on Big Blue View that I wrote on Tuesday. Franchise Tag Explainer talks about Barkley and Jones and offers the definitions of those tags straight from the collective bargaining agreement. So check that out if you're not sure what those tags are, what they do, how they work, how much they cost. All right, let's talk about Jones and Barkley. Listen, you're hearing every talking head on the internet discussing what they think is going to happen with quarterback Daniel Jones and with running back Saquon Barkley as we get through the tag window, as we approach free agency. The Giants obviously have decisions to make on both guys. In addition to that, you're going to read on Twitter, you're going to read every supposed NFL insider Everyone who claims to have a connection is going to have an opinion, is going to try to tell you that their source says this will happen or that will happen or the other thing will happen. And listen, it comes back to this. It comes back to exactly what Giants general manager Joe Shane said in his Monday press conference the day after after the season ended, after the Giants had lost to the Philadelphia Eagles in the divisional round, it comes down to this. The priority for the New York Giants is quarterback Daniel Jones. Shane has made it clear, flat out, that Daniel Jones will be the Giants quarterback in 2023. Daniel Jones will not hit free agency Other teams will not get a chance to make contract offers to Daniel Jones. No one is going to get an opportunity to steal Daniel Jones out from underneath the Giants. The story is different with Saquon Barkley. Shane was clear that he likes Barkley. He would like to keep Barkley 
All of the reporting since then has indicated the same thing. The Giants would like to keep Barkley, but their priority is Daniel Jones. And in truth, in my view, that is as it should be. The the point blank fact of the matter is quarterback is a more important position on a football team than running back. Quarterback is harder to fill. It is harder to find a good one when you think you have a good one. And we can argue about how good Daniel Jones is. We can argue about the fact that he's had one good season after, you know, after some up and down years. We can argue about the reasons for all of that. Fact of the matter is, after what he did for the Giants in 2022, the Giants believe that he is a good quarterback who they want to go forward with. That always has to take priority over a running back, even a superstar running back with the reputation that Barkley has, with the following that Barkley has, as exciting as Barkley can be, the the priority always, always has to be making sure that you have a quarterback that you think you can win with. So really, you know, you're hearing a lot of reporting and this and that about, oh, you know, this might happen and that might happen. And and if the Giants do this, that means they might have to let Barkley go. And the reality of it is none of that has changed since the season ended and since Joe Shane held his season-ending press conference. Shane telegraphed the fact that Jones would be the priority and all of the reporting that you're hearing, all of the speculation that you're hearing, everything you're hearing from the talking heads in recent days is telling you the same thing that we told you weeks ago. Jones is the priority. They will sign Barkley if they can. If they can't, they will move on and figure out the running back position another way. So that really is where things stand. Now, when it comes to Daniel Jones, we've heard a lot of crazy things in the last few days. We've heard all sorts of speculation about the reasons and the theories and why Daniel Jones changed agents from Creative Artists Agency, CAA, to Athletes First, right as negotiations with the Giants were really getting serious. We don't know exactly why he did that. Athletes First has extensive experience with quarterback contracts in the NFL. They've represented Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson. I think they did Russell Wilson's contract. I think they represent Dak Prescott as well. Jones apparently simply feels more comfortable with athletes first. Most of the people that I have talked to about the reasons for the switch say that we should not assume that that means there are problems in the negotiation between Jones and the Giants, just that Jones simply feels more comfortable that Jones would rather go forward with Athletes First, which also happens to represent Sterling Shepard, with whom uh, Daniel Jones has been close for the last few years. So it's hard to say what impact that will have on the negotiations. The fact of the matter is that the, the way I look at it, 
The time frame is pretty much compressed at this point. The Giants want to know in the next couple of weeks. They need to know before March 7 if they're going to be able to get a long-term deal done with Daniel Jones. The way that I look at this, I keep being asked, well, which guy should the Giants franchise tag? Should they franchise tag Jones? Should they franchise tag Barkley? And I have been consistent in this belief. I think that the Giants do not want to use a franchise tag at all. Fact of the matter is, the entirety of the franchise tag would hit the 2023 salary cap. That's $32 million and change if they happen to use it on Jones. It's $10 million and change if they happen to use it on Barkley. The Giants would much rather come to deals with both of those players where they can lower the cap hits and not have to uh, to have those deals cost them that much off the 2023 salary cap. That would help them go out and find more players, close the talent gap that they have admitted exists between the Giants and the Eagles and the Chiefs and probably the 49ers and a couple of other teams in the league. The Giants don't want to strap themselves and leave themselves in a situation where they can't go out and improve the roster once they sign Jones and Barkley. It's my belief that that if the Giants use a franchise tag, that they would use it on Daniel Jones and that they would probably use it as a negotiating tactic to keep him off the market, which they've said they will keep him off the market one way or another. And the franchise tag would obviously do that. Franchise tag would not lock the Jones and the Giants into that for 2023. It would give them until July 15 to come to a long-term agreement before Jones would have to uh, to play on the tag for the entire 2023 season. So I still believe that if the Giants use the franchise tag, I believe it is more likely it would be used on Daniel Jones. Now, it could be used on Barkley if the Giants come to an agreement with Daniel Jones and can't come to an agreement with Saquon Barkley. That's possible, but I think that the Giants would prefer to keep that tag as an option if they can uh, to use to uh, make sure that Daniel Jones remains their quarterback in 2023. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. 
Do more with Viator. Let's talk money a little bit. When it comes to Daniel Jones, I've seen the number $45 million annually thrown around. And people on the internet, people in comments at Big Blue View are flipping out about that number. Listen, people, this is a negotiation. This is what agents do. One side shoots high. The other side comes in low. Then you meet somewhere in the middle. Everyone I have talked to expects this price tag to come in somewhere between 35 and $38 million. Now, could it possibly come in at $40 million, maybe a shade over $40 million? Sure. Look, there are eight quarterbacks in the league making an annual average value of $40 million or more. The last two of those are Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford, who each make $40 million annually. Now, we can argue that at this point in their careers, you know, coming off the 2022 season, we can argue that Daniel Jones played better in 2022 than either Prescott or Matthew Stafford, who ended up on IR. We can certainly argue that he played better than Kirk Cousins, who makes $35 million a year and probably deserves more than Cousins. We can argue, you know, Jared Goff of the Lions makes $33.5 million. Certainly, I can see Jones in his camp saying, it's ridiculous for anyone to offer us less than, than Jared Goff makes. So to me, this deal has to come in north of $35 million. I'm sure the Giants would rather not have it come in north of 40. But listen, you're also in a situation where the salary cap is going to skyrocket in the next few years. Even a deal at $40 million for a quarterback that a franchise believes in, you're looking at Lamar Jackson coming up on a new deal. You're looking at Derek Carr out there as a free agent looking for a new deal. You're looking at Jimmy Garoppolo out there as a free agent looking for a new deal. You're looking at at Joe Burrow not too far down the road needing a new contract. Trevor Lawrence of the Jaguars needing a new contract. The reality of it is even at $40 million a year, Daniel Jones' contract would wind up being middle of the pack in terms of average annual value for a quarterback for the quarterback position. So even $40 million a year is not completely absurd when it comes to uh, to to Daniel Jones. I would fully I I would think the Giants would like to keep it under 40 million, but when you look at where the cap is going and the other quarterbacks who will be signing as free agents or or getting new contracts from their current teams within the next year or so, you know, 40 million dollars as I said is going to be middle of the pack for quarterbacks in the NFL. So it's just it's not it's not as crazy as it might sound initially. To me the key for the Giants and there are salary cap reasons for a long-term deal. I've heard people say that the Giants for cap reasons really should be looking 
you know, at, at the longer deal, they can get at a five-year deal if they can get that because then they can spread out the, the, uh, the signing bonus over more years and keep the cap hit down in the first year or two. But the way that I look at this is if I'm the Giants, I want a shorter-term deal with Daniel Jones. I want three years if I can get it because I want the flexibility to get out of this contract sooner rather than later if what we saw from Daniel Jones turns out in 2022 turns out to be a mirage. If I'm Joe Shane, if I'm John Mara, if I'm Brian Dable, I want Daniel Jones back, but I want a situation where I'm not locked into him for the next four years, where I'm not handicapped if this turns out to be, to or let's just say if Jones turns out not to be the guy that the Giants think they can go farther with, that they can get to a Super Bowl with. Right now they feel like he's the guy that can take them there, but maybe in a year or two they'll feel differently. Who knows? You know, that's the kind of thing that happened in Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill. You know, it happens... It happened, uh, you know, Carson Wentz is another example where that happened. You know, Russell Wilson, who, you know, went to Denver on a massive contract. It didn't work out. If you if you pay that quarterback a massive amount of money, you tie yourself to him for a long period of time, and it doesn't work, then, then you handicap your franchise. Hopefully that will not happen with the Giants. I would like to see, as I said, I would like to see the Giants come to a deal that's that's as short-term as possible with Jones, but we'll see what happens. And the reality of it is, all of this, what happens with Jones, is going to impact Saquon Barkley. We've heard the reports that Barkley turned down you know, during the bye week in, in 2022, turned down a contract that was average annual value of around 12 and a half million dollars there's only there's only three or four backs in the league making more money than that and again the cap is going up i could see the giants possibly you know coming to a deal in the 13 to 14 million dollar range with barkley if they can arrange it you know such that they can keep the cap hit down if they can perhaps use incentives. And again, if that's a deal that's a three-year deal, maybe a four-year deal with guaranteed money structured such that the Giants can get out of that deal after a couple of years, again, to me, considering that it's a second contract for a running back, considering that Barkley has had some serious injury issues, to me, the length of contract in this case is, again, more important than the average annual value. You don't want to be tied to Barkley for, for three, four, five years if he starts to, uh, to, to become injured again, if his production begins to drop off, as we've seen with with a guy like Zeke Elliott, you know, we saw a few years back Todd Gurley injuries, you know, sort of uh, basically ended his career 
after he had signed a massive contract. You don't want to be on the hook for a lot of money and stuck with a guy for for several years if if he's not producing somewhere near the amount of money that you're paying him. So for me, again, I think it's critical for the Giants that they that they come to a deal with Barkley. It's as short term as possible. Now, look, if they sign Daniel Jones and the franchise tag is still available and Barkley is insisting on more money than the Giants are willing to pay, I could certainly see a franchise tag for Barkley in that circumstance. But if the Giants are going to franchise tag Barkley, they have to know, they have to already have Daniel Jones signed, sealed, and delivered in their pocket for 2023 and perhaps beyond if they're going to do that. I would hate to see the Giants move on from Barkley just because I know what he's meant to the franchise over the past few years. But again, quarterback is more important than running back. And uh, and that simply is is the reality of the situation. We'll see what happens going forward here. We will keep you uh, up to date the best that we can with everything we find out at Big Blue View. We'll be in Indianapolis next week for the Combine. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to Joe Shane and Brian Daybold there, talk to uh, as many folks around the league as we can to uh, get some sense of, of what they think is going on. And we'll let you guys know everything that we can. So just uh, you know, stay with us at Big Blue View as we continue to follow the situation And uh, we'll give you everything that we know, everything that we can. All right, Giants fans, thank you as always for listening. Please stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.